I stayed in the cell the rest of the morning, feeling anxious, awaiting my visit. The prison's crew opened up the cell at two in the afternoon, and I was led down into the visiting area where Mr. Hope awaited, cigar in hand, Rolex on wrist, looking like a throwback from a James Bond film. I sat down and listened to Mr. Hope explaining what was to become of me. He told me that, like other English drug smugglers before me, who had come to Bayon prison, I would stay here until the examining magistrate had made an inquiry about my trip and to make sure I was not a habitual criminal. I already knew this from my meeting with Mario, and he had recently sent a letter home to his family. In the letter he had written, he was having a joke, and said, In this place they want to know everything. Yes, sir. No, sir. Three bags full, sir. A popular nursery rhyme, the examining magistrate took this the wrong way, and thought he was making arrangements for more alleged drug jobs. This held up his case a while until he could explain himself. He did this by asking a member of his family to send the examining magistrate a book of popular nursery rhymes, highlighting the rhyme in question. Let's put it this way, she wasn't pleased with that. The investigations that were to be made were not something I knew about, but once they were concluded, then I would be sentenced. This process, Mr. Hope explained to me, could take between one to two years. My heart sank. Mr. Hope explained this to me as matter-of-fact as he smoked his cigar. The only good advice to me was to get character references from anyone back home who would vouch for me. This way, when my court date did arrive, the sentence would be low. I asked him what the worst-case scenario could be. He replied with anything from one to ten years. At this point, I felt dizzy and sick. He told me of a number of solicitors I could write to to take on my case. He explained that if I was to start work for the prison, this would go good for me. I told him I was in the process of applying. I spent around 20 minutes talking with Mr. Hope before we shook hands and he wished me good luck and he would contact my father and give him directions of a good hotel if he were to visit me. His job was now done. He left and I was marched back down to my cell. My cellmates, Dave and Neil, asked me what he'd said. I told them that this was the same advice they'd been given. I got back onto my sweat-soaked bunk once more, once again. I spent the night feeling depressed and worried about my future. I had to get over this feeling and hoped that when my trial date did come around, the prosecution would go easy on me. I spent the next couple of months with the same routine as every day, breakfast in the morning, then a walk around the small yard, back to the cell, have lunch, then out to the gym area for a little weight training, back again, lock up until tea time. Then food arrived, followed by the final night's lock up. This was repeated and nothing changed, only deeper depression, until one day after four months misery with arguments and fights and at least ten cell changes mixing with the prison lunatics, a screw arrived giving me orders to see the governor. I was worried. I had no idea what this was about. I was marched down to his office where I was asked to sit down. My letters had finally got through to the prison governor. My time on the job waiting list had arrived. I was thrilled. Just the change was good enough for me. 
I accepted the position of Service General, which was to take effect immediately. I went back to my cell, gathered my belongings, and was moved to the area I'd been wanting to go to since my arrival. It was a separate part of the prison. Ten cells are facing each other, with a row of tables in the centre of the clearing. Prisoners were seated playing cards and chess. I felt relieved to have a little of my freedom back. I was put into a four-man cell, sharing this cell with an Englishman called Dave, a Dutch guy called Costa, and a German guy called Ulf. These guys were okay, and a far cry from the psychos I'd been shacked up with previously. I had a feeling that things were going to get a little easier now. They all greeted me, and it felt good.